I want us to focus on this. The devil fears you because he knows your worth. I want to share something small with you that will ignite the potential in you to stand against the rise of the enemy. When we look at the book of Exodus chapter 1, verse 8, the devil knows that if God prospers you, the devil knows that the day you break through, the devil knows that the day you walk free, you will prosper, you will enrich everyone in your clan. He knows everyone in your family will prosper. Oh, yes. Those that have been bound in sorcery and witchcraft, we are more than conquerors. If we look at Exodus chapter 1, <laughs> the devil is a liar. I, I like this Exodus chapter 1, verse 8. Um, you hear this about King Pharaoh. Eventually, a new king came to power in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph or what he had done. He said to his people, Look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. We must make a plan to make them from growing even more. If we don't, and if war breaks out, they will join our enemies and fight against us. They will escape from the country. Hallelujah. The kings of this world are scared of you. The enemy knows how strong you are. He was scared of them. The devil knows how powerful you are and is always scared of you. The devil knows how dangerous you can be against his kingdom. And his work is to make sure that the children of God do not cross to their inheritance. What he does, what Pharaoh did, Pharaoh oppressed the children of Israel because he was scared of them. Hallelujah. The enemy will try to oppress you because he's always scared of you. Hallelujah. They were oppressed. He oppressed them because he was scared of what they would do. The devil is always scared of what you would do to him. The devil knows the day you break through, you will flee all the prisoners in your clan. You will set them free. No one will go to his shrine. No one will go there to worship him. The devil knows that. When he looks at you, he sees you as a threat. Because greater is he who lives in you. Ha, ha, ha. And he will fight with all his might to make sure he oppresses you so that you don't rise up. But the Bible says the more Pharaoh oppressed the children of Israel, the more their cry reached unto God. Hallelujah. 
and God heard them crying. It doesn't matter what the enemy is planning to do. It doesn't matter what he has done in your life. Your time is now. Your time is now because you have a greater God in you. The God who redeemed the children of Israel is in you. He lives in you. Hey, hey. Now when you read when you read 15 verse 15 you you listen to verse 15 then Pharaoh the king of Egypt gave his order to the Hebrew to the Hebrew midwives Shifra and and Pua when you help the Hebrew woman as they give birth watch as they deliver if the baby is a boy kill him if it is a girl let her live but because the midwives feared God they refused to obey the king's orders. They allowed the boys to leave. So the king of Egypt called the midwives. Why have you done this? He demanded. Why have you allowed the boys to leave? The Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women. Hallelujah. That's how they responded. They are not like Egyptian women. There is a big difference. The midwives replied, they are more vigorous and have their babies so quick, quickly that we cannot get there in time. So God was good to the midwives. I, I, I want to stop here. That they were so vigorous. That they were so vigorous. That's the power that was within the Hebrew women. And that's the same power within us. By the time the enemy plans to come and destroy you, you would have moved a step further. God would have taken you a mile ahead of the enemy. They could not, they could not stop what God was doing in the lives of these, of these Hebrew women. 20 says, so God was good to the midwives and the Israelites continued to multiply growing more and more powerful. Hallelujah. Hey, hey. Do you know how powerful you are? Do you know how powerful God has made you? When Jesus was born, the day Jesus was born, Herod ran into confusion. He was so scared he didn't know what to do. Why? Because the king was born. The mighty king was born. Someone that was more mightier than him was born. And he was pursuing to kill him because he was stronger than him. He was a king, but there was a greater king that was born to the extent of killing all the boys, but he could not even kill him. Do you know how the devil fears you? You are a king, you are a princess in the kingdom of God. The devil is always pursuing to kill and destroy you. 
Hey, but the Lord is always protecting you because he knows the greater purpose that he has prepared. You have a greater purpose in the life that God has prepared for you. You have a mission to fulfill. You are not in this place by mistake. Hallelujah. You are the child of the most high God. You are here on a mission. <laughs> Hallelujah. Greater is he who lives in you. The devil will fight, but he will not win. He wanted to kill Jesus, but he could not kill him because he was destined for greater things. And you are destined for greater things. It's the reason you're in this place. There are more people in your clan that are bound, that consult witches, that are bound in poverty, that are bound in sorcery. But God picked you for a reason. That maybe one day he will prosper you. Maybe one day he will anoint you and you will go and redeem your whole clan. It's the reason you're here. God knows that the day he gives you a billion dollars, you will save millions of people out there. It's the reason you're here. God knows the day he prospers you, the kingdom of God will advance. It's the reason you're here. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are not here by mistake. You are not here by mistake. God chose you. Pharaoh, Pharaoh oppressed the children of Israel. He really oppressed them. Why? Because their destiny, their destiny, my God, their destiny was so prosperous. It was very bright. And that made him uncomfortable. It made him uncomfortable. He was like, these people are so powerful. What do we have to do? We have to oppress them. You might be going through. The enemy might have oppressed you, but I've come to tell you that the more the enemy oppresses you, the more God hears your cry and is about to come and save you. Hallelujah. When they cried, the Lord heard their cry. He came down and saved the children of Israel. He saved them. He redeemed them. And they went on doing mighty exploits. Ah, with his great, mighty, strong arm, he was able to save. Do mighty miracles on behalf of them. He opened the Red Sea. He had never opened it, but he opened it. Hallelujah. There are things that God is going to do because of you. There are things that he has never done, but he will do them because of you. Hallelujah. He will do them and the whole world will shake, will be shaken. When he opened the Red Sea, ah, when he opened the Red Sea, the whole world trembled. How can he make a way in the Red Sea? How can that happen? 
When God makes a way for you, the whole world will tremble. And he saved his children. He saved them to show the world how mighty he is before his own children, the Israelites. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. When God starts acting, when God starts acting, it will be written in the book of records. God saved Sarah with a great mighty hand. God saved John with a great mighty hand. We put, it, you know, that challenge that you're going through is for a purpose. It's for the glory of God. Remember the blind man when Jesus was asked, why, why is this young man blind? Why is this man blind? Jesus responded, so that the power of God might be, that the power of God might be, be made manifest so that people may know who the Son of Man is. And it's the same reason that God wants to do in your life. He wants to show himself great when he redeems you, when he saves you. It doesn't matter what you're going through. When he saves you, when he sets you free, the whole world will marvel. Say, eh, that's the God of Joshua. That's the God of John. That's the God. My God. It doesn't matter what the enemy is doing against your life. It doesn't matter. The Bible says they were oppressed. But listen, as they were oppressed, you know, you might be coming from a family where everyone is oppressed. They go to worship idols. They go consult. You might be the Messiah. Like Moses. You might be the Messiah that God has called. And you are the Messiah that God has chosen. And you know the devil fights so hard to make sure that you don't redeem them. Because the devil has always thought of worship. He's always seeking for worship. And who, who are the people that go to worship him? These that are lost. They go to worship him seeking for glory, seeking for riches. They don't know what to do. But the moment God raises a redeemer, God raises his own child, he will save, he will meet all their problems and they will come running and you will preach to them. You preach to them about Jesus. They will prosper. The devil does not want that. He's fighting every day and night. And he will try to oppress you and confuse you. He will try to do everything possible to divert you. You might have been waiting on the Lord. Say, God, I believe that one day I will get married. And as you're there, the enemy is oppressing you. So then the chahaj comes. Eh? The chahaj comes and you're like, eh, now I think this hajj 
is the person that God had meant for me. But that's not the person that God has prepared for you. The enemy is trying to divert you from your destiny. And if you press on, if you press on like the children of Israel, God will hear you. And the day he saves you, the whole world will know. They will not just know, but they will jubilate. When they crossed, the Bible says, the day they crossed the Jordan, the day they crossed the Jordan, the people of Jericho trembled. Why were they trembling? They trembled. Why were they trembling? Because they, are, they had heard of what their God was able to do. They were trembling. They were shaking. The enemy will have to shake and tremble the moment God does mighty things in your life. Before you approach your, your, your promised land, on your way to your promised land, everything will have to bow down for you. Jesus has called you in this place, in this kingdom, for a purpose. You're not here by mistake. You can't be here by mistake. He has chosen you out of many, those many people out of your clan. And at a time like this, at a moment like this, he has a plan for your life. He wants to send you back on a mission like he did with Moses. And he did not just send Moses. He empowered Moses. He gave him authority. He stood before the king. He stood before the king with authority and said, let my people, let the people of God go. Let them go. He was speaking with authority and power. Can you imagine God gives you such authority? You stand before the president and you tell him, Mr. President, I want my, I want my clan members to be set free. I want you to provide for them, give them housing, give them this. That's the authority that God has given us. He gave it to Moses. He gave it to Moses and he stood before Pharaoh and confronted him in authority and power. That's the authority that God is giving you. That's the authority that you have. And the devil knows it and he's always scared of you. My topic was the devil fears you because he knows your worth. Man. 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 We are super powerful. God has made us as powerful beings. He has, ever, he has never created a powerful being like a human being created in his own image. And he has given this being a lot of power and authority. Moses confronts Pharaoh and tells him, let the children of God go. They want to worship him. Why was he? Where did he get the confidence from? God gave him the confidence. 
God is here to give you confidence. He will give you the authority. He will give you the power. You will confront kings. You will confront presidents. You will tell them in authority, go and take care of so and so. We need money in this. That's how we are going to influence this world. This power comes from God. That's why the enemy is scared of you. He will do everything to make sure he frustrates you. He will do everything, just like he did to the children of Israel. He will make sure you're oppressed. He will make sure that he does his kakuyege and whatever he wants to do to divert God's agenda in your life. But if you press on like the children of Israel, the Bible say, says they cry to the Lord. And the Lord heard them cry. He heard their cry. The more the enemy oppresses you, and the more you cry, the more God responds. The more God pays attention, says, Hey, my child. Hallelujah. You are not in this place by mistake. God chose you out of many other people in your family. For a purpose. For a purpose. And that purpose is about to be done. He will create a way and everyone that knows you will jubilate. Will wonder where this human, where you, will wonder At the mysteries that God can do by just looking at you. You mean God can do this? And those that worship idols and worship and consult sorcerers, they will come and say, eh, I want to know about your God. If your God can do this, I want to know more about your God. That's how we are going to preach the gospel. That's how we are going to advance against the kingdom of darkness. When God does mighty things in our midst. And the devil will fight the children of God because he knows our rights. We have rights. We have authority. We have power. The devil will fight so much. I was touched when Pastor was saying that our account is in red. You know, it's, it's discouraging. But in this house, God will raise someone. God will raise someone in this place. In this house, God will release, I don't know, he will increase someone in our midst. It might not be even one person. It might be all of us because we are made to witness. We can't witness out there when we don't have money. You cannot travel on a plane, you need a ticket. 
and it is bought by money. It is being purchased by money. You can't travel even to Arua on foot. You need money. God is going to raise servants in this place. Might start with you, who knows? You're not here by mistake. Raise a giant that will wake up one morning and say, I have found it and the whole church is finished now. And the construction is done and is complete. It is very possible. God is doing something new in our midst. We are giants in this place. And the devil knows it. He will try to oppress. Let me tell you. He will try to discourage us. Like he discouraged the children of Israel. But the more he discourages us. The more God hears. And the more he's going to respond. He's going to respond. And he's not going to respond. Through some other people. It, he's going to respond through you. And there will be breakthroughs. Hallelujah. Mighty breakthroughs. And the moment you get a breakthrough in this place, the world will know. The world will see. They will say, eh, who is your God? We want to know this God. And this is the Moses. You know, even when God met Moses, Moses was so scared. You know, you might be that Moses. But Moses didn't know the potential within him until God told him, you are the person that is supposed to redeem my children from Israel. Hallelujah. From, from Egypt, not Israel, from Egypt. You are the man that I have chosen. You are the person. And he gave him, he equipped him, he gave him authority. The guy who ran from Egypt because he killed someone, now he's walking back to Egypt in authority and power and he's standing before the king and he's telling, let my children go. Let the children of God go. God is giving you authority. And we are about to use this authority we are going to use this authority against the enemy. Oh, he used that authority, the plagues that hit Egypt, the plagues that hit Egypt. How God manifested in a great, mighty way. Ah, because he had empowered someone because God is going to empower you, you are going to do mighty exploits. Mighty exploits. You will not only go to hospitals and lay your hands on the sick, but you'll be able. You'll be able to do a lot of things. Finance. Finance the church. Your family members. Clan members. You go, every time they'll be consulting you, how do we do this? Those that, those that have rejected you, those that do not want to talk to you, time is coming when they will look for you. They will look for you. Where is, where is this lady? Where is this man? Where is this gentleman? You know, they will look for you and you'll be seated somewhere. You'll be seated. They'll come looking for you. And they will even be begging. 
even be begging. When God empowers you, when God gives you a vision, when God prospers you, at times you don't, you don't need to even to struggle. The moment God empowers you and gives you authority, you will encounter, you will confront anything and it will work for you. It will work for you. It will work because you have authority. Money will work for you. You don't have to work for money. Money will work for you. You just sit and money just drops on your account, on your account. Because you have authority that addresses things in the supernatural that other, other people have not addressed. And when God decides to do things in your life, he does them. And he's about to do them. He's going to do them. Don't be scared. Don't be worried. Don't live in fear of what the enemy is doing. Don't live in fear. You are more than a conqueror. Ah, you are able to do mighty things in the name of Jesus. He has given you power and authority. You are the child, you are a child of God. There is nothing that can stand on your way. He says, I have given you power and authority to trample upon snakes and scorpions. Hallelujah. That's the authority. That authority that confronts kings, the Lord is giving it to you. You don't have to go and beg and beg investors. Come and invest in my business. You just walk in and immediately you walk in. It's like, hey, you are the guy we have been waiting for. You are the person that we have been expecting. Why? You have a lot of authority and power around you. The favor of God is around you. And, we, uh, and whoever tries to stand on your way, God deals with the person. Just like he dealt with Pharaoh. Pharaoh thought he was a strong king. And indeed he was. In those days, he was. <laughs> but there is no king that is greater than the king of kings. We serve the king of kings. These other kings that we that we see, you remember the Lord of the King of Kings. Who was the King of Kings? This guy, Gaddafi, the King of Kings. He's in the grave, but we have the King of Kings who died and rose again, and lives forever. Those kings, those are the kings that we are confronting. Those are the kings, and that king of kings that rose from the dead, Jesus, lives within us. It means we are able to do things like the way kings do them. You have authority. You have this power within you. The devil cannot play games on you. By the way, the devil knows how powerful you are. 
you, you know, and, and don't be scared. Don't be worried. Even Jesus was tempted. He was God. He was tempted by the devil himself. He was tempted. Don't, don't be there and be troubled. Don't be troubled on what the devil is doing against your life. Don't be troubled. Even Jesus went through it and he overcame. And you will overcome. Hallelujah. I want us to, to stand up. We are going to speak with authority. We are going to speak with power. We are going to walk in this authority and address kings. We are going to confront them and they shall do whatever we desire. Whatever we ask, it shall be done for us. Because of authority, just like Moses. Just walk around, speak something. Speak. Talk to God. Use that authority that he gave you to address something in your life. Lord, thank you for the authority. Lord, thank you for the power that you have given us. Lord, thank you that you have given us authority to confront kings. Lord, you have given us authority to trample upon snakes and serpents. Lord, you have given us authority to defeat and triumph over our enemies. You have given us authority to command, to command gates to open before us. Lord, you have given us authority to ask in your name and whatever we ask in your name, we shall receive. Lord, we are more than conquerors. We have King of kings and the Lord of lords that dwells within us. We have authority that equals the authority of a king. We have authority that equals the authority of presidents. Lord, if Moses that you empowered confronted King Pharaoh, oh, it was because of your power. It was because of your authority that you gave him. Lord, you're giving someone authority in this place. Lord, you're empowering someone in this house. Lord, you're empowering someone in this place to confront kings, to confront presidents, to confront kings because great is he who lives in us than the devil in the world. Lord, we are confronting our enemies because of the authority and power that you have given us. Lord, there is none like you. Lord, there is none like you. My Savior, there is none like you. Lord, you have power. Lord, you gave power and authority to Moses. He confronted Pharaoh. He confronted Pharaoh and the children of Israel. We are set free. Lord, this power still exists. This power lives within us. Lord, we are going to confront every problem, every challenge on our way and it will obey. It will pave way in the name of Jesus. It will pave way in the name of Jesus. It will pave way in the name of Jesus. 
robo bo shatayara baba se rima kayo robo bo zindere bo robo bo sandere baba zanda rama shikayara baba se terebe robo soto yorobo bo bo se kerebebe remando robo bo bo se kayare baba robo bo bo se terebebebe Use that power that God gave you. Use that authority that Jesus gave you to confront, to confront that challenge on your way, to confront that problem on your way. Use the authority that Jesus gave you. Use that power that King of Kings and Lord of Lords gave you. You have it. It lives within you. Use that authority to confront kings. Use that authority to command guests to open before you you. Use that authority. Use that authority to triumph over your enemies. Use that authority. Ramangara Baba.